CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Newscast. I am Lou Mangello from WDWRadio.com. Today is Wednesday, April 4th. 2012 and I'm coming to you live from Epcot Center because I'm old school in Walt Disney World and tonight's show is once again sponsored by our friends over at touringplans.com they are the research team behind the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World and you can also visit touringplans.com get their crowd calendars lines application fast pass return times wait times crowd calendars for the next 365 days look they'll save you up to four hours coming to the parks in days like today a little crowded a little hot for spring break uh, time is money, and uh, touringplans.com, best way to help save you both. Thanks again for them sponsoring this week's show. Want to welcome out of the box, and here in this not-so-studio audience, the real Zach Brown, because I guess there's a fake Zach Brown somewhere going on. Somewhere. It is the real Zach Brown. Uh, welcome to you, box people. Great to have you back again this week uh, for the show. All right, let's get right into this week's Walt Disney World news, because today, actually, Disney's PhotoPass launched something a little bit new called PhotoPass Plus. And uh, according to Disney, you now get a one price package of $199. That's $100, about $99 more than the, uh, the encompassing PhotoPass CD. And what this gives you are all of your PhotoPass photos taken by photographers around the parks, as well as photos during character dining and on-ride photos as well. You have to purchase PhotoPass Plus from one of the viewing stations located in the parks. You can't do it online. You can't do it um, from a PhotoPass photographer. And you get digital files of all the pictures, dining photos, within a 14-day span. So assuming that you're not taking a three-week trip, but some people do. Within a 14-day span, all of your photos will become available. And when you get home, you can actually get them on a photo CD, along with other high-res photos from around the parks that you can use to use for scrapbooking, to make your own slideshows, videos, whatever it may be. The attractions that participate are the mountains, Space Splash, Expedition Everest, Buzz Lightyear, Twilight Zone, Rock and Roller Coaster, and Dinosaur. Character dining locations include 1900 Park Fair, Breakfast Only at Ohana's, Spirit of Aloha, Chef Mickey's, Cinderella's Royal Table, Tusker House, also for breakfast, again, character only, the Hoopty Doo Musical Review, and Princess Storybook Breakfast over at Akershus Royal Banquet Car. So again, for $1.99, you get the PhotoPass card, you also get a lanyard, a CD with 400 stock photos, you can order the photo CDs online with a, a unique code they'll give you. You get the print packages at some of these dining locations, again, like the Princess Breakfast, and the digital downloads of all the attractions. Now, if you've purchased PhotoPass in the past, you can actually upgrade. And so if you bought the CD, you can pay the $99 difference and upgrade to the PhotoPass Plus. Now, I put a question out today on Twitter and Facebook because I wanted to see, do you use PhotoPass? If so, how? And if, if not, why not? And I was surprised at the results because overwhelmingly, a lot of you take advantage of the PhotoPass service. So I'm curious to see what do you think about this PhotoPass deal, where now for $200, you get all the photos around the park. So, you, so as the dad, you know, sometimes you can't be in the pictures you're trying to take unless you do the one-hand extension. You get those pictures, you get your on-ride photos. So everything is in one. It makes it a lot easier, especially if you have a family or a big family you can share those uh, with your family. You do get one card, but you can use multiple cards to accumulate during your visit. All those can be added to that account. So if, if mom and dad are off in, in one place and the kids are somewhere else, you can merge those PhotoPass 
numbers into a single account. Um, if you go to Disney's PhotoPass page over at facebook.com slash Disney's PhotoPass, they're also doing a really good job, and I applaud Disney for this, for being on top of the frequently asked questions. They posted an FAQ there. They're also very actively answering questions that guests may have, again, because this, this is just rolling out today. I'm actually gonna try and head on over, uh, see if I can uh, go to one of the PhotoPass locations, find out a little bit more, maybe see what the lanyard and stuff looks like. If so, I'll post those uh, on the website. People in the chat rooms are saying, I always do. I always use PhotoPass. I use PhotoPass Share. Sometimes we take uh, 10 or so PhotoPass pictures, so we might not use the plus, but he acknowledges that some other people will definitely be getting more out of that. Uh, again, I think this is probably not for everybody, but it's certainly a convenience kind of thing. Uh, I, even though I live here and I'm, I'm here often, we do use PhotoPass, but I don't know if I would go as far as needing the entire CD, because also, uh, I'm a local, so I'm not here within a 14-day period. I'd love for you guys to weigh in more. Come to wdwradio.com, click on the blog for this week's uh, newscast for April 4th. Leave your comments there. I'd love to get your feedback on what you think of PhotoPass. Plus, uh, I like the idea of being able to finally get your on-ride photos, because that's really the things that a lot of times people walk away with, be with friends or family. Those are some of the photos that you cannot capture on your own so having that in a single location, you go home, it's a great way to sort of review your trip once you get back. But I do want to move on um, to uh, the other piece of news. We've talked about this, but it's here. It's on the beam, and I don't know if you've seen it or not yet, the, for lack of a better term, the Avenger Rail. Dun, 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 is now on the Magic Kingdom loop. Um, and it's going to be here, uh, obviously, until and probably long after the May 4th, uh, opening of the Avengers film. Uh, like the Toronto Rail, um, it spans, the, they've, they've taken Monorail Red, they've painted it black, which is bad looking, I love that, and put a, uh, a great Avengers wrap, if you're watching live in the box, there's, a, uh, there's an image of it on the Monorail loop. I think it's slick, um, I think it's, I, I, it's very bright, it's very vibrant, it has all of the characters, the, the principal characters from the Avengers, including the Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hawkeye, and Black Widow, as well as the Avengers and the S.H.I.E.L.D. logos as well. Now, like the Toronto Rail though, uh, changes like this to something that many people consider iconic often stirs debate. Some people love it, and some people not so much, some people are on the fence. People in the chat box are saying, it's cool looking, I like the black color of it, uh, it looks good. Now, I, I dig this, you know, I, I like the fact that they are able to sort of bring the Marvel and the movies into the theme parks in this way. Some of the debate that I've heard from people are saying, well, it looks like a, a, a bus wrap, something that you'd see on a, uh, on a New York City street. Is that necessarily a bad thing? You know, it's a great way to sort of promote the movies. Other people feel the monorail is iconic, should never be touched. Uh, and so that's the question. That's the question I have for you this week. The question of the week is, do you like the Avenger rail? And do you like this idea of wrapping the monorail? Um, do you think it's any different than if they were to wrap the resort buses? Would you feel more or less strongly if they were to start doing that? If you saw a resort bus coming by with an Avengers wrap or a Tron wrap or a, a Brave wrap, whatever it might be, is that something maybe we might start seeing? I like it. Uh, then again, I'm a total nerd. I love Tron. I love comic books. I'm looking forward to the Avengers. I will be there at, at midnight. Um, 
And another question too, the unfair question that I have to ask anyway is, what would Walt think? What would Walt think of the Avengers rap or a Tron rap on the monorail? I have my opinion. I'll share it on the comment section for this week's uh, newscast. I want you to do the same. I'm not, I don't want to taint your opinion with mine, but let's keep, keep that conversation going there. Go to www.radio.com, click on the blog, click, click on the April 4th newscast and leave your comments there. Let's keep the conversation going there. Don't forget, too, to join us every Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, over at WDW Radio Live. You can also follow me over on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello, facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. Uh, thanks again to touringplans.com for sponsoring the show. And hey, don't forget to go over to the site over at www.radio.com. Just did a lot of new upgrades, totally new design change. Come check it out. We have a lot of uh, new blog posts every single day from guest posters. We have a lot of new things coming as well. Stay tuned to next week's show. A lot of big announcements that I'm not going to tell you about yet. Big announcements coming this week. Don't forget to... The latest book in the WW Radio Disney Book Club is Kingdom Keepers 5 by author Ridley Pearson. Uh, we saw Ridley last week um, both on the Disney Fantasy and here in Walt Disney World. And Ridley's going to join us live Monday, April 23rd at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You can visit www.radio.com slash book club for more information. You can also email Ridley your questions. He'll answer them both via email, uh, once that you send in, and live in the chat. So you definitely want to tune in for that. Really going to be a lot of fun. Uh, there's so much more going on, but alas, we are out of time. I want to thank all of you in the box uh, for coming and joining me this week. If you can't catch it live, don't forget, you can also catch it in the iTunes feed, on YouTube, and on the WW Radio blog. Uh, that's going to do it for tonight. Uh, thank you for joining me in the box. Thank you for joining me, those of you who, uh, who braved this you know, tough weather here at Epcot. It's 84 and breezy. So this is, if, it, if the weather was like this every day, everyone would live in Florida. That's going to do it for me. I am Lou Mangiello from WDW Radio. Thanks again for watching. See ya.